Welcome to Make Good Fashion, the podcast that's all about starting, launching, and growing impactful fashion brands. I'm your host, Jasmine Rennie. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the Make Good Fashion podcast. We are back for season two, and I'm so excited to be here, and I'm so excited that you are here. I can't believe it's already 2024. I was just thinking the other day, 10 years ago, it was 2014, and I feel like 2014 was like yesterday. I feel like my whole life is flashing before my eyes, but I am so excited for a new year. Whenever there's a new year, it's always like that excitement of new possibilities and, you know, a fresh start and you can like cast those visions out again. And it's just so hopeful. So I love whenever a new year comes around. And if you're already getting into the new year and you're like, this is not looking how it's supposed to be looking, just stay encouraged. I've had some funky last few days. And it's tempting me to be looking at 2024 with a side eye. But you know what? Just stay encouraged because I'm believing for us that our latter days are going to look better than our former days and that we're going to finish this year off strong. Okay, so in today's episode in the new year, I thought it was only right to set us off on the right foot. And if you're new here, if you're new to make good fashion, Make Good Fashion is all about making fashion with purpose. My philosophy, my belief system is that we should not be creating any new fashion that doesn't serve a purpose. And so I really wanted to create this platform to help people to build fashion businesses that are meaningful, that are making impact in the world. And so Thank you for being here if you're new here. And thank you for coming back if you have been a part of our community before. So today I want to talk about mindset. And last year, I think is the the year I really realized how kind of jacked up my mindset was. And I think I noticed this because, you know, I've started Make Good Fashion last year. And whenever you're starting something new, so if you're starting your fashion brand, you can relate to this or whatever you're building, you'll probably relate to this. There's a lot of things that kind of are coming in opposition towards you. And a lot of time that thing is you. And I know a lot of you are going to be able to relate to this, but my internal dialogue was just all jacked up. You know, it's that that voice that tells you you're going to fail or that people are going to think you're crazy for what you're creating or like, you know, all of these things. And I started to realize how important mindset is in the success of you creating what you're creating, right? Of you building what you're building. If you don't have the proper mindset, you can really imprison yourself into this place where you're just disabling yourself from building anything. And when we do that, we are keeping our gifts from the people that need it. We are a solution to someone's problem. And I know when we're we're just, when we talk about fashion, it can seem like, what are you talking about, lady? How is fashion a solution to someone's problem? But it it really is. I mean, in the the vein of what we're talking about, when I talk about these concepts of purpose-driven fashion, I'm thinking about brands who are intentional about serving a problem. So Something that I've been really excited about lately is adaptive fashion. And adaptive fashion is fashion that is specifically made for people with disabilities. So it has special functions for them, and it really just considers all of their needs. And I've been seeing more brands, adaptive brands pop up, and I love it so much because this is a people group that was kind of overlooked. Their special needs were overlooked, and 
I love that brands are popping up with these innovative solutions for them. And that's what I mean about being a solution to someone's problem. And that can look like uh, different types of way. For my brand, for those of you guys who know my brand, my brand was to serve women who were looking for modest options. And so there wasn't a ton of options on the market that were more modest, but also done in a way that was feminine and still allowed people to express their personal style and to look great while doing it. And so that is what I mean with we're holding people back from from a need, from being a solution to their problem by allowing ourselves to be disabled by our thoughts and not starting that thing. And so when I think about what that looks like, you know, and the things that we need to do to to prevent our minds from our mindset from holding us back. There's three different things that I that come to mind. So one of those things is that internal dialogue, like talking about our own thoughts and shutting those voices down, that those lies down that tells us, who are you to think that you can do anything or start a business? Or that voice that says, oh, th- that's already existing on the market. We don't need any more of that, that scarcity mentality, right? We got to learn how to shut that voice down. And I think a lot of times we don't realize that we have control over our thoughts. So when those thoughts come up, we can shut those down. We don't have to own a thought. We can capture the thought and say, no, I'm going to change my thoughts. Or you can, what I like to do is for every thought that's a lie, I like to come back with the truth, right? So if the thought is, who are you to do this? My thought is, who am I not to do this? I am equipped to do this. I'm the perfect person to do this, right? So we got to be intentional about capturing those thoughts and to catch them on onset instead of letting them linger all day until by the end of the day, we're so exhausted. You don't even know why you're exhausted, but you're exhausted because you've been beating yourself up. You guys, we can be our own worst enemies, even in the sense that, you know, a lot of times we can think about what other people are thinking about us. And a lot of times those people are not even thinking those things and we're making assumptions about how people are going to to look at us if we we do this thing. Well, for one, most people are thinking about themselves and how they, they're showing up, right? They're thinking about, what are people going to think about me if I do this? So that's one thing. For two, those people are not paying your bills. So to think that people are just always looking at you and always thinking like, what does she think she's doing? You know, it's just, it's nonsense, you guys. We got to put that away. We got to that we're leaving that behind in 2023. Another thing that can t- cause this negative mindset is comparison. You know, we're comparing ourselves to people who have done something maybe that we want to do before. You Maybe you see other brands who have kind of implemented something and you're like, I could never do that. They've already have a, a large market share, right? They already are doing this really well. Why do I need to come in and step in and do this? Or they already have all the followers or all the customers. There are like 8 billion people in the world. To think that only one or two or however many other brands are can do a certain thing is wrong thinking. There is enough space for all of us. There is enough pieces in the pie for all of us. And don't get me wrong. I don't think that you should go and implement something verbatim and do exactly what another brand is doing, but you can do it with your little spin. I love to say no one can do what you do the way you do it. I think you got to remember that no one can do what you do the way you do it. So you got to do your thing 
if you feel like you have something to offer in your way and you got to have tunnel vision, right? You got to have tunnel vision, keep your eye on the prize and don't worry about what everyone else is doing around you. Have you ever heard of that illustration? I may be butchering this. I'm sorry, but there's this illustration of two people in a race, right? And they're racing and the one person is looking at the person next to them and the other person's looking straight ahead. But the person that's straight ahead is running faster because he he is focused. The person who was just looking to the side of him is getting slowed down because he's distracted from everybody else in the race. And I love that illustration because it it's the same is true for business or for whatever else you're building. If you're just looking around at everyone else, how do you have time to focus on the race that you're running? Focus on your own race and start with comparison. But I will say when it comes to comparison, there is a good type of comparison. The good type of comparison is when you are comparing to see what other people are doing that's working that you can implement in your own business. So if I see someone who is implementing a certain type of marketing strategy and I'm comparing to what I'm doing, I'm going to say, I I appreciate that. And let me try to implement this in my business if it's working for them, right? So that's a good type of comparison. And the third thing I want to talk about that brings on that, that negative mindset that we need to do away with and leave in 2023 is that fear of failure. The fear of failure can hold people back so much and disable people because they don't want to fail. They don't They don't want people to see them fail. And it's like, before you even start anything, that fear of failure can keep you from even putting one foot forward to even trying to do it. And I just want to be of that mindset of like, I am scared to not try because I'm scared of the possibilities that I could be missing out on. We only have one life to live in the fact that I may be holding back from something that can be revolutionary and I would never know because I'm just going to let fear hold me back, I just can't live with myself for that. I couldn't live with myself if I did not try, especially if you have something that you know could bring impact. We have to do away with that mindset because honestly, what is the worst that could happen? What is the worst that could happen? I truly believe that a lot of our fear of failure is rooted in what other people will think, right? What other people are going to think if, you know, the brand doesn't work out, if we launch and it's not successful and all of these things, it it keeps us from taking risk and it keeps us small because we don't want to take big risks because we don't know what that's going to look like. And it kind of reminds me of this time. There was this time I was invited to the Facebook offices and Facebook had invited some entrepreneurs, a group of entrepreneurs to their headquarters. They had this initiative. And I remember I spoke to one of like their heads of marketing who specifically worked with really high level entrepreneurs, multi-million billion dollar businesses. And I wanted to ask him, in his opinion, what he thought set these types of individuals apart from others. And the thing he told me was that they are not afraid to take risk. And that always stuck with me. And I think a lot of these people, you know, they're they're, they have backing and they have so many resources that maybe for them, it's not as a big deal and they have failed before and they've built businesses before. But people who, who allow the fear of failure to take over them, they never take the risk, right? And so in, in one sense, if you don't get over the fear of failure, how will you ever be successful? And so that is something I want to leave behind in 2023. When we talk about mindset is that fear of failure 
and all these other things, the comparison and the negative thoughts and all of that. And so I hope that in 2024, you can be along with me to rewiring that mindset and having this positive mindset of believing that you do have a chance to make great impact with the things that you create and not allowing yourself to be your worst own enemy that holds you back from pursuing those things that you know are really going to make a difference in people's lives and allow you to live out your dream and your purpose. So if you're listening to this episode and you are just encouraged and inspired right now to start the brand that you've always wanted to start, I have a special resource for you. You guys know I love giving away free goodies. And today I have the Fashion Startup Checklist, which is our guide for a successful launch. And this is basically going to note down every component that you need to start your line. So it's going to be like a nice little blueprint so you can see each step that's going to come next in the process of you starting your fashion brand. So you're going to want to get your hands on this. It's super useful and it's just so nice to have everything laid out for you because sometimes you just don't even know where to start, right? And so I want you guys to get your hands on this free resource. As usual, you can go to makegoodfashion.com slash fashion startup. Or check the show notes. I'll have the link in the show notes and you can download it for free there. And so I want to just help you to start this year on the right foot and just continue this momentum of like not allowing that fear to hold us back and really putting a step forward in the right direction and running our race and staying focused on bringing these dreams to fruition. So you guys, I thank you so much for joining me for another episode. There's so much in store this year for you guys. I'm just excited because I already know all the interviews that I have stacked up, all the amazing entrepreneurs that I have that are going to be on the show. And I just want to commit to offering practical resources and inspiration and all of that. And so if you guys have any suggestions or anything that you want to hear or a certain guest that you want to hear on the podcast, make sure to email us at yourfriends at makegoodfashion.com. We are happy to hear any suggestions, any feedback. That means a lot to me if you guys send that over because I want to craft this podcast to help you. It's all about you. And so make sure to send that over. And if you are not already locked in with us and connected, make sure that you are subscribed to Make Good Fashion so that you will never miss an episode. We have so much goodness coming for you. Like I said, if you are on this fashion entrepreneurial journey, you want to stay locked in. Or if you just, you're on a business journey in general, honestly, the things that we talk about here is going to help you either way. I hope that you are inspired to really change that mindset and to think positively going into 2024. And no matter how the year is showing up for you right now, know that we have so many days ahead of us and things can change in a moment. But that is also determined by the work that you put in. So anyways, thank you guys so much for joining me on another episode. Love you, love you, love you. See you next episode on Make Good Fashion. Thanks for tuning in to Make Good Fashion. I hope you found this episode helpful and inspiring as you build your fashion business. Please be sure to subscribe to our podcast. And if you enjoyed this episode, leave a review. Remember that building an impactful fashion business takes time and effort, but it's so worth it. So keep pushing forward and don't forget to make good fashion.